Hello again, I'm Frank Mickens. This is Faith Fire Media. And today, such an encouraging word for the season we're going to be entering into as we get closer and closer to 2022. I believe we're transitioning into some, t some wealthy places. The Bible says that the lines have fallen unto me in pleasant places. It's gonna be phenomenal, but we've got to get in position. We're gonna talk a little bit about it right after this. I believe this is episode 24 of Faith Fire Media, and we're almost done with 2021. It has been such a phenomenal year for the ministry, for our family. We praise God for you and your support. FaithfireWorldwide.com is where you can find us. This is where you can learn more about our ministry at Faith Fire Worldwide Revival Ministries, which is our umbrella ministry. Faith Fire Media is a ministry of Faith Fire Worldwide Revival Ministries, and the mission is to fan the flame of revival around the world. One of the ways we want to do that is broadcast revival. We want to be as, as, in as many places as we can with the truth of God's word, bringing people to Jesus Christ in the church and outside of the church. There is a need of revival, a need for revival for people who are in the faith. And of course, we need to make sure that the gospel is preached to all nations. Amen, somebody. If you want to support our ministry, you can do that at faithfireworldwide.com. You can also sign up for our email newsletter there, and you'll get the word of the Lord to your inbox, and uh, I believe it'll, it'll be a life changer for you. Uh, we praise God for you. So today's uh, title is Barnes, and I chose this title because the the main element of this dream the Lord sent me was a barn. And I'm really excited about this message because it's one of those messages I think we like to hear because we like, we like to hear about blessing. But this is a conditional word. This is something the Lord is showing me is something that we have to make sure we're in position to receive. We don't always just open up the door and then, oh, here's a blessing. Some things require that we are faithful, that we're trustworthy to receive a blessing, that the blessing isn't going to harm us, that the blessing won't be misused, mishandled or abused manipulated for our our use instead of the use of God's uh, for God's glory. And so I just wanted to tell you what I saw very, very quickly uh, in my sleep. And it was this. I saw barns, more than one barn. I believe there were three, but in only one of them was grain. So the other barns were empty, but only one of them had grain. And the floor of this barn was covered with grain. I mean, it was it was beautiful. Yellow grain. I don't know if it was corn or something else. It might have been wheat, which speaks to the threshing floor, which is a very prominent metaphor in Scripture. Uh, I believe it was wheat, but I don't know for sure. But the other barns, whatever they had in them, they were very insignificant. They were empty. And I knew the grain was significant. Because the grain, by the Spirit I knew, represented the Word of God. And it represented faith. It represented faith. And I wrote this down. We should fill our barns with faith and the Word. So as you head toward 2022, I want to encourage you. The Lord is going to be pouring out not just His Spirit, as He's been doing, 
in the New Testament age. But he's going to be pouring out blessing, tangible blessing, spiritual blessing, things that you've probably been praying for. A lot of that right now is, is being prepared to be released into your life, but there is something you need to know. I want to read this to you, Romans 10, 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we need the seed of God's word so that we can believe rightly. And so I encourage you to get into the Word of God. If you know you've gotten away from the Word of God, if you know you haven't been studying the Word of God, and I mean getting the Word of the Lord, not just picking up a Bible and just kind of going with it, but praying before you open the Word of God and saying, Lord, open my eyes that I might see. Give me ears to hear and a heart to understand. Oh, Lord, let me understand the wisdom of your Word. You know, have this desire to know Him, to spend time with the Lord. Push some other things to the side. And I want to read you this because this is what I kept hearing. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Proverbs 3 and 10. So we, we hear people, and I've been prophesying about new wine, that the Lord wants new wine, but we need it to have new wine skins because the Bible says you don't put new wine in old wine skins or it will cause the wine skin to burst. And then it, the wine is all wasted and spoiled. And so the Lord doesn't waste his blessing. What he does, he adds no sorrow to his blessing. He makes it rich with his blessing and he doesn't add sorrow to it. And so there's, there's nothing about the new wine or the blessing of the, of the spirit of God, what the spirit is going to be doing in your life that should bring neg a negative outcome. It should be nourishing, right? It should be empowering. It should be life-changing, transformative. And that's what the Lord wants to do into your life. He wants to bring it to your life. He wants to fill your barn with plenty. He wants to fill it with grain. But you need to get the word of the Lord and you need to hear this. The Lord is preparing to pour out blessing on his people, the people of Zion. Joel chapter 2. I'm going to start in verse 23. Be glad then, you children of Zion. This is for you. And rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully. And he will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. The threshing floors will be full of wheat and the vats shall overflow with new wine and oil. So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust and the chewing locust, my great army, which I sent among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be put to shame. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, God's people. I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. So God uses his blessing to show us who he is, to remind us that he's with us. It's not just random blessing. It all speaks to him. It speaks of his goodness and his character, his presence, his power, his involvement, that he sees us, that he's the God who is our provider, that we can rely on him, rest in him, wait patiently for him, have peace in him, rely on him, cry out to him, and know that he'll deliver us out of all of our troubles. He does that through his blessing. He speaks of who he is as he blesses us. But listen, what it says is the threshing floor shall be full of wheat and the vat shall overflow with new wine and oil. That is Joel 2, 24. That's what I'm hearing in the spirit. But we have got to get in position. Honor your neighbor. Love your neighbor. Seek the will of God for your life. Seek his voice. And, and listen to this. Turn and repent from dead works. 
Hebrews 6.1, therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. I talked about faith. Now I'm talking about repentance. They are elementary principles of Christ that if we don't get these foundational principles, we can't go on to perfection. And so the Lord wants to bless you. But if you don't have faith, faith by the word through the word and serving and living for God. And if you have repented from dead works, idolatry in your life, then you cannot be in the best position to receive from God. And he will not see you as a faithful steward. It's an elementary principle of God. Repentance from dead works. Whatever the Lord's showing you now as I'm speaking to you about this, your career could be a dead place. Certain relationships can be dead places in your life. Are they life sources or are they sucking life out of you? The Bible speaks of the leech and the leech never says enough. Things that are sucking life out of you will continue to do so. You've got to repent from any deeds that do not bring fruit. I believe the principal issue in our day and time is forgiveness. We've got to forgive. Luke 6, 37 and 38. Judge not and you shall not be judged. Condemn not and you shall not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure pressed down, shaken together and running over will men put into your bosom. For the same measure you use, it will be measured back to you. So first it says, don't judge, don't condemn, forgive. And then look, that puts you in position to give and it have it be given back to you. So if we're trying to sow into the kingdom and see a harvest, we're doing one part right. But if we haven't stopped judging, condemning people and we haven't forgiven them, then we're out of position. I'm going to read it again. Luke 6, 37 says, judge not and you shall not be judged. Condemn not and you shall not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Do those things first. And then it says, give, give your tithes and offerings and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. He wants to fill your barn which means he wants to give you that which should be coming to you if you were spiritually mature enough to receive it. But if you're judging people, condemning people, which is rampant in the land, and if you're not forgiving people, then you cannot receive. Notice the timeline. Forgive, then give, and you will receive. We can't expect to receive the blessing in this hour upon us if we are holding grudges. We need to wash each other's feet. But before we can wash these other's feet, we need our own feet washed. I'm telling you, God is cleaning up his church. He's cleaning up his bride and he's going to reward those who are abiding by what the spirit of the Lord is doing with massive blessing. There's a transfer of wealth coming. God is going to be opening up the windows of heaven and pouring out blessing to those who have been taking care of his house and those who are good stewards, trustworthy and faithful. John 13, 8. Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. And Jesus answered him, if you do not, if I do not wash your feet, you have no part with me. See, we've got to be cleansed in order to walk with Jesus. We've got to be clean in order to receive certain things. And sometimes we think, oh, I'm baptized 
and I believe in Jesus, so I've been washed. No, there's a progressive washing. You've not been completely set free of everything in your life. Amen. And so some things the Lord knows we're mature enough to do that we're just choosing not to do. And so he's saying, you need to do this so I can unlock more blessing. Let me wash your feet and set your path straight. We just need to allow the Lord to wash us when we are transitioning from one season to another. I'm going to read that again. We just need to allow the Lord to wash us when we are transitioning from one season to another season. The mindset in the wilderness had to be washed away before the people of Israel could enter the promised land. They wanted to go back to Egypt. They wanted to eat the leeks. They wanted to literally they had a poverty mindset. They could not live on faith. They couldn't trust that manna was enough. They couldn't trust that water from a rock is something. The only thing they need to do was ask. They didn't need to complain. They didn't need to come against their leaders and say, who are you to lead us? We hear from God, too. They didn't need all that. All they needed was God's presence. And so that mindset couldn't enter into the promised land because God knew if they entered into the promised land with a poverty mindset, idolatry would soon follow and he would never be able to even get the kingdom off the ground in Israel. It's the same now to enter this season coming of blessing and receive what the Lord has for you. You need to forgive those who have trespassed against you. Love your enemy. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who persecute you. And here's what the Lord says in John 13 further. If I then your Lord and teacher have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. So forgive because you've been forgiven. He washed you, now wash others' feet. Jesus washed Judas's feet. So if you, need, if you want to walk as he walked, you need to forgive someone who's like a Judas in your life, someone that doesn't deserve forgiveness, someone that you have a right to be upset with. Don't hold that grudge. Listen, don't stand in the way of your own blessing. He wants to restore the years that the demonic has stolen your blessing from you. And he wants to fill your barn with grain. He wants to fill the threshing floor with wheat. He wants your vats to overflow with new wine and oil, the power and the anointing in the spirit. We're not just talking about finances. We're talking about you doing the ministry you were born to do with power, insight, understanding, wisdom, holiness, humility, and the manifestation manifestation of the glory of God. Get in position. I'm about to record a message on that right now. I praise God for you. If you want uh, to know more about our ministry, faithfireworldwide.com is where you go. You can get our email newsletter in your inbox if you go to our website, faithfireworldwide.com. And you can sign up on our homepage. Listen, we are looking for anyone who's willing to support our ministry to take the gospel all over the world. We're going to be doing some outreaches here in North Carolina, praising God for that in 2022. But let me pray for you so that we can be in position to receive this blessing. Very short message today, very simple message that we need to judge not, condemn not, forgive, then give and expect to have the blessing poured out on us. The Bible says the sower sows the word, which was the seed. God is sending you a seed right now. He wants you to, to put this in the soil of your heart, water it with this word in the spirit and in prayer and watch a bountiful harvest come forth. But if we don't allow him to fill our barn, our temple with his word and the truth, and we allow ourselves to be defiled by our emotions and our our issues with people, then we are not in a position to receive the blessing. 
Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that as we lift our hands to you right now, we are surrendering to you afresh, God, that the wounds that we have experienced by what people have said, done, the people that we don't like, the types of people we don't like, the folks we just don't understand, God, we forgive. God, we bless them. We, we lift them to you, Lord. We pray that you bless them real good. We give up the right to hold anything against anybody, Lord. We don't deserve salvation. And so we don't need to look at anybody else as lesser than us because we are the chief of sinners. Holy God, may we not be full of pride. We submit to you. Humbly, you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And Lord, we pray we are in position to receive from you in this season of blessing to come. The lines have fallen to us in pleasant places. The way this is going to all come to pass is going to be a blessing. We lift you up, Lord Jesus. May your glory come. Glorify your name again and again in the name of Jesus. Amen. Bless you. Hope to see you next week. See you then. Thank you.